Hey everyone, this is Tony, and I would first like to wish you all a Merry Christmas from all of us at D&D Raw. Though this episode has no Christmas theme whatsoever, we did want to wish you natural 20s during this holiday season. We thank you all for the gift in the form of your continued support, and hope you enjoy the final Orenthal episode of 2017. Again, Merry Christmas, and we'll proceed now on to the episode. As always, I am joined by the following players. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm going to be playing Sildan. He is a wood elf, way of the Kensei monk. Hi, this is Bethany. I'm playing Saria, an ASMR Order of the Immortal mystic. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm going to be playing Daryl, a human evocation wizard. Hello, I'm Nick. I'm going to be playing Tor, a dwarven inquisitive rogue. I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Kalima, the half-elf domain of the grave cleric. And we would all like to welcome you to Orenthal. Last time in Orenthal, the party separated with Tor and finally left the tavern after leaving Elsis in Lily's care. As the party traveled through the streets, avoiding the celebrations of the other citizens of Orenthal, they made their way towards the Ankalab Heights district. Once there, Kalima used her Eyes of the Grave ability and sensed three undead that seemed to be coming from the direction of Rawl's hideout. After a moment's hesitation on whether to go after the undead or Fulmer, they decided to deal with Fulmer and arrived at the house that Saria's trainer had entered. Arriving at the scene, the party saw Baya Gosto before she left to meet with Tor, leaving Fulmer to face the party alone. As Fulmer's zealotry became apparent, revealing that the perfect being was already trained, battle began and Saria revealed the full extent of her ASMR powers, releasing her radiant soul ability and rushing at her former trainer. So we're going to jump right back into the initiative order. Kalima. Kalima. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm double checking how things work. One thing while you're thinking about that, Tony, I did want to shift behind her, but I'm under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> the rug is Thank dead. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Mean- going to be so disappointed. You mean the mimic? No, I mean yeah. the rug of smothering. even better i just saw sildan take a ton of damage yeah you just watched as sildan just essentially got carved up a bit his his tunic is actually slightly ripped and torn and blood is pouring from his wounds that's what i thought so i'm gonna run up and kind of like you know clap him on the shoulder and be like hey buddy watch it you know just kind of like okay this is yeah (laughs) <laughs> this is not good. And at the same time, I'm going to cast a Cure Wounds. So he's going to get 12 hit points back. Yay. Yeah, it's great being a cleric. And then I'm yeah. also going to cast Shield of Faith on you, which buffs your AC Ooh. plus two. Ooh. Nice. So you have Hold all Hold on. That. You use Cure Wounds from the staff, oh, right? Oh, shoot. Yeah, because I can't use two spells. That's right. Can I? No. No. You can do the Staff Cure Wounds, which is the same thing. Except you? I don't get the max, do I? What do you mean? So if I cast a spell because of my circle of mortality, I gain the ability, you, when you cast a spell that restores hit points to a living creature, oh, currently at zero. Oh, sorry. I misread that. Hold on. Okay. Then yeah, I'll use the Staff of Healing. Oh, sorry. You only get seven hit points. Okay. But you also get the plus two. Yeah. To your AC. So your AC is currently at 19. Yeah. And then where I'm... Standing, it's like a free action to drop a weapon, right? Yes. Okay, I'm dropping the crossbow so that next turn I can pull my mace. Okay, so as you rush up, you kind of hold the crossbow in one hand as you draw the staff and tap Sildan, releasing a surge of healing energy, and immediately follow it up by dropping the crossbow to release the spell, the shield of faith. And as you do, divine energy spreads from your fingers and encompasses Sildan, creating a slight shimmer in the air around him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> feel a little better and a little bit more protected. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. Yep. All right. That brings us back to the top of the round. Sildan. 
Oh, geez. Okay, so <laughs> this time I'm going to start off by attacking with my fist. Okay. I, I get my plus two. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. And at 20. And at 20. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, dying. <laughs> nice. So then I double the dice, right? Dice yep. roll? Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, I rolled two dice, sorry. Yeah, the, yes. Yeah. So that's 10 with the die, plus four. So yeah, 14. Then I'm going to go ahead and I'm not going to do anything with that, uh, with key points. I'm just going to attack again with my sword this time. Okay. 18. You initially strike out with your fist, slamming it into her side. You actually kind of seem to dent the armor slightly as she takes a step back. You immediately swing with the sword and you see both blades come up and catch it and deflect it. Okay. So then I am going to spend a key point now. And what does the dodge action do again? It gives attack rolls against you at disadvantage, and you have an advantage on dexterity saving throws. Okay. I'm trying to say it's better to dodge or disengage. <laughs> I think I'm going to take the dodge then. So now my AC is at a 21, right? Yep. Okay. Is that including my shield of faith? Yeah, that's including yep. your shield of faith. Okay. So after the two initial strikes, as she pushes your blade aside, you immediately go into a defensive stance, holding your blade in front of you in order to help you parry attacks as you turn your body and give her a smaller target to hit. And that is your turn. Yep. Daryl. Alright. So, what I'm going to do is I will cast Firebolt okay. at her. Let's go ahead and make an attack roll. That is a natural 20. <gasps> wow, guys. Nat 20's all around. Yeah, well. Just none for the DM. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. All right. Don't kill me. You focus your energy and release the bolt of flame. 13 plus 7 is 20. Nice. As you release this mode of flame, it shoots out. And just as Fulmer lifts her blades to deflect Sildan's strike, leaving her chest open, it slams dead center of her chest and seems to partially melt some of the armor as she takes a stumble back, backing into the wall. Anything else, Daryl? Nope, that's it. Oh boy, let's see. Fulmar's <laughs> turn. I made, I made a mistake, but we'll see. I've committed. She sees you in your defensive stance and watches as Saria releases her ASMR ability. She immediately turns towards you, Saria, and says, Finally, I will end you swiftly. And goes to strike at you. A reminder, uh, 18 AC. Just throwing it out there. Doesn't doesn't help that I rolled an 18 on the die. Uh, Okay. By the way, don't forget you have five temp hit points also. I had, let's be honest, I had five temporary hit points. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, (laughs) deals 13 points of damage. Halved. Which is have, that is correct, because you have your resistance right now. As the first blade swings, it seems to partially be blocked by whatever this field is around you, but some of it still goes through and slashes across your arm as she comes in for a second strike. That's two 18s on the die in a row. And immediately comes in, slashing again across your form, dealing 11 points of damage, have to five. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like twitching like oh, oh I can't do anything right. and as she does this you see her kind of focus on herself take a deep breath and seems to be looking a little better second win like a second yeah. win huh? yep but that is her turn Saria <laughs> so sorry you do gain your five temp hp i do plus five. <laughs> oh, you're using a bonus action to heal no i'm just getting the temp hp oh okay i'm using my bonus i'm gonna shift my focus okay so bonus action you focus on oh because i can't switch and use the focus on the same turn well it's okay i'm switching to my psionic weapon okay And for now, I am going to slash at her with my scimitar. All right. You shift your focus as you feel slightly more vulnerable as your AC has gone down by one and go and slash at her with your Frostbrand scimitar. Well, I'm glad I have advantage. Thanks, Sildon, because one of those was a two. So it's going to be a total of 25. (laughs) 25? 25 That hits. So you slash across her side. 
That's going to be a total of 16 points of damage. Do you care if some of that's radiant? That doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So 16? Yep. All that energy that she seemed to get back seems to almost immediately be lost as you slash across her form. Ice begins to form in the wound as she kind of clutches her side for a moment and takes a step back. That is your turn, I believe? Yeah, so it was just a little bit of radiant. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay where I am for now. Okay. Yeah, heck, I'm not going to stay. I'm going to move. Okay. Sorry. Where are you going? I am shifting sideways. <laughs> okay. So as you slash, you kind of immediately shift in order to uh, take advantage of her focusing on her wound and put yourself next to Kalima and Sildan. Uh, my turn. Sorry, so I know that means you don't get advantage, but I'm trying to, uh, and I would, I already spoke, so I can't speak again, but I'm trying to be intimidating. (laughs) Currently, I have the staff in one hand and my hand, like, on my mace, ready to draw it. Yep. I'm actually instead going to, like, last second decide to pull out my shield. My shield out? It's an action to put your shield on your arm. Because it's not attached to your arm. I'm still going to do that. So I have my staff and my shield. You know what? Can I try to like bull rush her as my movement? Just like she's because she's already back kind of against the war, wall. Can I like, as your movement? But you can do an action to attempt to like push her to the wall. Yeah, I mean, I know she's. You said she stepped back. She's so she's already like against the wall. So I'm just trying to like pin her, kind of like with my shield in front of me. Are you gonna grapple her? I can't. Not with a staff and a shield. I'm assuming. Well, that's true. Plus, I use the action to equip the shield. Yeah, it would be another action for you to attempt to shove her against the wall. So you can attempt to do so and not your shield, but... Yeah, but I have basically nothing bonus actions, so... Just healing word, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, I have healing word? I don't think I have healing word. I do have healing word. I know you had oh. mass healing word. I don't know if you had healing word. I don't remember now. Yeah, I do. I have okay. Both. I mean, Sildan still looks pretty bad. Yep. I'll go ahead and cast it at a level two. Okay. On Sildan, then. So you're going to get, let's see. Oh, I rolled awful. Two ones. Eight hit points back. Go. So I rolled a one and a three. So going to pull out terrible. my shield and kind of like get ready to bull rush. <laughs> so you pull your shield onto your arm, strap it tight, and release some healing energy towards Sildan as his wounds begin to close and mend. Sildan, no longer bloodied, kind of straightens up a little bit and is more focused on his defensive stance right now. Sildan. All right, so I'm going to punch her with my fist of fury. And then you're going to run away. (laughs) Yes, yes I am. Good call. So that is a 19 on the die? Yeah, that hits. plus seven. 26 hits. Yeah, okay. Eight damage, and then I'm going to slash her. 20 hits. Total. Another eight damage. And then I'm going to use a key point for Step of the Wind for Disengage. As you leave your defensive posture, you strike out quickly with your fists, noticing Fulmar's attention on Saria. Strike her across the chin first and immediately follow up with her, her head knocking back and stabbing into her side before utilizing this momentum and your own key, enhancing your speed and pulling away back towards Daryl and towards the door. Yep, and I think that's, yeah, that's it. Daryl, you're up. Noticing that everybody's kind of in front and blocking my line of sight a little bit, Mm -hmm. I'm going to move over by the fireplace so I can get a uh, clear line of sight on Fulmer. And then I will go ahead and fire off another firebolt. Okay. So you rush forward, angling towards the fireplace, and begin to focus your arcane energy and release another firebolt. Does a... 18 hit. So you release the bolt of flame, and as you do, you see her notice you at the last moment. Both blades come up, and it slams into her sword as fire dissipates harmlessly against her. Man, what a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) How dare she? Hey, seriously. I'm sorry I have so many NPCs that are annoying. We just want to kill her. (laughs) Is that all? She wanted to kill kill me first, so. Roll over and die. I mean, come on. (laughs) That would be fun adventuring. They all just roll over and die. <laughs> that, that's all I'm going to do then. Okay. That brings us to Fulmar, who seems to be still focusing on you, Saria. As 
she takes the first swing. May see 17 now. And as she goes to swing, you shift and the blade seems to pass right in front of your chest, barely missing you. Sweet. Immediately, she turns and shifts and strikes at Kalima. I don't have good ice. Oh no. Um, oh no. Fortunately, you put your shield. It's a no, that's with my shield. Yeah, so she turns and shifts and strikes <laughs> out. You, unprepared for the strike, br- begin to bring your shield up, but she slips in just barely. And you take seven points of slashing damage. I also need you to make a constitution concentration check on your shield of faith on Sildan. What is that? That's a... Constitution save. Oh, no. Uh, uh, seven? <laughs> seven beats it, right? All right? Seven? So with that slash, <laughs> with that slash, you, your, your focus drops, and Sildan, you feel that barrier around you fall. Okay. Immediately then, Fulmar goes to stab her final strike at Saria. And this time, Saria, as the blade comes forth, you're more prepared, all of your training with Falmar, and you turn and smack the blade aside. Oh, yeah. Because I rolled a two. (laughs) 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 I feel so heroic when you roll a two. As the blade goes to the side, you see frustration on her face as she just... Saria, you're up. I'm going to add more temp HP. Yep. And I am going to go ahead and activate my lethal strike ability as a bonus action. So again, you guys have seen her do this once before, but she has her blade out and it begins to vibrate slightly with her unique powers. Yeah, we're going for the full five. All right. <laughs> I, better, so, I better hit. <laughs> attack roll. That's a as you do. 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. With my scimitar. Wait. So you shift and slash at her. Releasing a pulse of psionic and radiant energy. Noise. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Okay, and add to that uh, an additional, another 16 points to that. So So for a total of 44? Yeah. Let me make sure my math's right. Hold on. Ouch. Yeah, with that slash, a pulse echoes. Kalima, you can almost feel it as... Fulmar kind of stumbles back, her back slams into the wall for a moment. You see blood begin to drip slightly from her nose, and she actually seems to almost drop to one knee, but holds herself up. She's looking Uh, rough. Do I get to say something to her? Yep. Oh gosh, it's gotta be something good. It's probably the (laughs) last thing I ever get to say to her. Oh, I know. I'm going to find your chosen one and destroy them. She just... <laughs> Kalima. Alright, so she's like back against the wall, down on one knee. It seems like one of her legs particularly is like buckling slightly, like she's barely holding herself upright. Alright, then in that case, I'm right in her face. I just want to like bash her with my shield. I'm not very strong though. But I basically want to like bolt rush forward and like pin her against the wall. If you want to do that, go ahead and make a strength athletics check. I'm trained in that. Yay! <laughs> you have All the soldier right. background, hey. so. Yeah. All right. 17. This is a check, not a saving throw. So <laughs> that would have made a difference. Kalima, as you, you focus, you see her buckling. You wait for a moment as her attention kind of shifting between the two of you immediately turns back to Saria and you jump forward, slamming her with your shield and slamming her against the wall. Is there anything else yep. you would like to do? Does she roll damage? I say, do I? What's your strength? Negative one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You deal a very small bit of damage to her. Yay. Essentially, as you like slam into her and like pin her to the wall slightly, her head kind of smacks the wall. Yep. That was basically all I was aiming for. Bonus action? No, I think I'll just hold it. I just want to basically I'm holding her get focused on that. Okay. So I'll bring us to Sildan. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to run up to her as she's pinned. Okay, so you run right back to where you were. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to punch her. Go ahead. As she's pinned. That doesn't do anything, right? It's straight roll. Okay. Uh, so that is 24. It's like you needed any advantage or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a curiosity. Yeah, that hits. Uh, 
So that's nine points of damage. So you slam her solidly in the face as she turns to the side and just spits blood. Now I'm going to slash at Go her. Ahead. Plus eight. Tw- uh, another 24. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's eight points of damage. And I'm burning my last key point. I'm going to flurry a blowzer. Okay. And I'm just going to say, this is for my little ones. So that's 24. Can you stop rolling the same number? <laughs> I did, It's different numbers because they had different modifiers, but they all ended up to 24. Go ahead. So that's seven damage. Uh-huh. And then 23. See? 23, 23 is different. Oh, I'm so uh, sorry you rolled one less. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's 10 points of damage. Okay. So you just whack, whack. Stab into her side, slam your fist, and with one big strike, slam into her. How do you want to do this? So as I say, this is for my little ones. I just want to clock her dead in the the cheek to where her head kind of like spins first. Oh, that spins, but like cracks to the the side and then she just comes to the ground. Easy killer. So in a flurry of strikes, Sildan first rushes up turns and slams his foot into her side, immediately following with a slash across her chest, just above where the shield is pinning her in place. As she goes to attempt to block his next couple of strikes, his first hand reaches up, slamming into her elbow, and you just hear a small crack, which drops her arm down, and as she turns to look at you, glaring at you, you form your hand into a fist and slam it hard. Sildan, you feel just her her cheek almost crumple as her head just shoots to the side, slam against the wall, and her head lulled down. Yeah! <laughs> as this happens, all of you hear in your heads, no, no, no. Sildan, I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Oh, no! Intelligence is my worst stat. <laughs> Welcome to my we world. <laughs> okay, come on. I can sum it up. I can get a 20. I believe. Not a 20, but I'll take the 19. (laughs) That works. Hopefully. Okay. You take nine points of psychic damage. Oh! And is there another effect? Nope. He happened to resist this effect. Uh, Kalima, are you still pinning Fulmar as the body kind of goes limp against the shield? Uh, Maybe for like a second more just to make sure kind of thing. Okay. So as this happens... Sildan suddenly recoils back. You said we all heard the voice? You all hear that voice in your head just say, no, no, no. And then Sildan just recoils backwards as it seems like something hit him almost as suddenly appearing on top of Fulmar's head, you see some small bit of light as what looks to be a tiny brain appears on her head, small legs clutching her skull. What? 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 And you just keep hearing again, no, no, no. Give me your body. Give me your mind. What's this thing? Kill it with fire! Turn <laughs> the whole place down, Daryl. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Daryl! <laughs> So, Daryl, it is your turn. All right. So, this voice that we heard, does it sound the same as that evil voice that we had heard in the visions? No, it does not sound the same. No, okay. no, 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 no. It does no. not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know when it didn't hear that, right? The vision. Uh, Sildan oh, no, didn't hear Sildan it either. didn't either. Yeah. I am going to cast Magic Missile at the second level. Against this. Against the brain. you. <laughs> so immediately, as you see this appear, you start thinking to yourself, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> so much nope. <laughs> nope. So nine damage. All right, you focus as four small bolts of light appear between your fingers and release as four magic missiles just slam one after the other into this thing. Wait, and it would just be two magic missiles if I'm casting it at second level, it right? It starts with three. Oh. So you get four. Shoot. So go ahead and roll two more d4. Oops. 
right. That was a good roll then. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. So I said that was seven I rolled initially. Maybe plus seven. the two, so. Yep. Uh, Just tell me what right. your next two so are. Then four plus two, so six damage. So an additional six, okay. So you just just smack, smack, smack again and again as this thing just begins to crack and, and liquid begins to seep from whatever this is. This is a tiny creature, by the way, just clinging to Fulmar's head, just holding on. And you just all in your heads hear as it cries out in pain, an inhuman cry. So that actually brings us to you, Saria. How does it look? What kind of shape is it? Um, it looks like it's barely holding on. Uh, I want it dead. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> I don't like this. I'm going to go ahead and do the lethal strike, but I'm going to do it for just the three points. Okay, so again, your blade vibrates with psionic energy. I don't know how hard this thing is to hit, though. It's a 25 you immediately focus your psionic energy. I rolled two tens. Oh gosh, how do you want to obliterate this thing? <laughs> <laughs> how would you like to smear it on the wall? It's, it's 40 points of damage. How much? Really well. Oh my gosh. 40. Four zero? I rolled two tens. Okay, I gotta yeah, tell you, w- not include it, like, you did its max damage twice. Wow. Well. I just want to cleanly cleave it <laughs> so your blade basically pieces. almost doesn't even touch it before it just Shink. breaks in half and almost just smears the back wall i said smeared on the wall oh i didn't want to totally obliterate it because no there's 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 still parts of it pieces. Ch- chunks great okay it's just yeah. in half <laughs> it's psychic damage but yeah since it is what looks to be a brain with legs <laughs> <laughs> you are out of initiative though now okay. I'm gonna release the body wow. <laughs> you just like slowly Kalima you kind of release your shield and it just crumples to the ground so did it look like it had been on its head yeah where did it, it come from it seems like it appeared on its head like it came out of Fulmar Ooh. Can I do like an investigation on this or any kind of either arcana or history check? Or well, what are you out... attempting to do? Are you attempting to figure out what it is or are you yeah. attempting yes. to figure out what it was in relation to Fulmar? I want to figure out both. Okay. So if you want to figure out what it was in relation to Fulmar, go ahead and make a medicine check on Fulmar. If you want to figure out what it is, make an arcana check. I will make the arcana check so first. Anyone else who would like to do this can Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I kind of just have gathered Fulmer and just sort of be like holding her and just staring and trying to like process what's happened. I'll do a quick medicine check to figure out like what that was, like what just happened. Okay. I guess I will also (laughs) do your rolls first and I will ask for the checks in a moment. So go ahead, Soldan. I'm happy these didn't go into the battle. Uh, I rolled a nat one on my medicine check. Okay. Sorry, were you doing a medicine and an arcana too? I would just do the medicine. Okay. So medicine checks first. Uh, Sildan? So total of four. Kalima? <laughs> 25. Ooh. Daryl? Three. And Saria? 22. Okay. So Saria and Kalima, as you are kind of inspecting Fulmar and trying to figure out what just happened, you notice. It seems like her ear is all torn and scratched up on the inside. Just barely you're able to detect this. And as you kind of shift her, you, due to Sildan's strikes, you actually notice that her skull is hollow. <gasps> oh. So as a player, I think I know what this is. You get the impression that this thing was being her brain. Whatever this was. Then we're going to follow this with Arcana checks. So, Sildan? Oh, I wasn't making an Arcana check. Oh, sorry. Never mind then. Uh, was any, other than Daryl, did anyone uh, else make so, Arcana? Sorry, sorry, I would based on the medicine check. Okay, I so go not. ahead and make your Arcana check. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Daryl. Nine. Um, I'm switching to my Nomadic Mind ability. Yeah, you guys have plenty of time to do that, so you shift. Uh, what was it, Daryl? Okay. Nine. Okay, sorry. I rolled a two. 
19. Okay. So, Saria, during your time in the, oh, how do you refer to it? The Conclave? The Conclave. During your time in the Conclave, you happened to have found a book that you had gotten the feeling you weren't supposed to find. Studying it quietly when you had the chance, you have read of these creatures of something known as an intellect devourer. They tend to serve some kind of master always. They are created by whatever this master is, but they're able to quite literally eat the brains of their victims and take control of the bodies. The body, while not actually undead, essentially cannot survive without the intellect devourer once its brain had been eaten. And considering that Sildan suddenly clutched his head and stumbled back, you think that's what it was trying to do to him. Oh, snap. Oh. <laughs> Which would have been really bad, but you made the save, Sildan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I would say this thing is an intellect devourer and it had consumed her brain and was controlling her. Wow. Uh, you can, I'll even say based off of the two of your medicine checks, it seems like the, the, the scarring on her ears was actually very old. So it seems like it's been like that for a very long time. Okay. okay. Can I look over her body? Not looting her for loot, more like trying to find any notes, any like paperwork or anything like like orders i don't think sorry is too keen on yeah, that. okay i didn't know i i wasn't sure i was gonna ask because you were yeah, clutching her yeah yeah sorry it would just be like i this is a lot give me a minute also i think kalima would be a little bit impatiently like politely still but like impatiently standing up and like glancing at the door almost like we have yeah. three undead to catch still <laughs> well so Based on what Daryl has seen, can he infer that maybe the uh, creature was invisible on top of uh, Fulmer's head? Did you guys share what you saw? Oh, yeah, I would have shared all the information. With like, the medicine the, check? It came okay. out of its head so, and it ate the brains. And... It wasn't invisible. Yeah. It was it in was her in head. In her it was actually in, in there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because of the yeah. scarring. So okay, it just like but... compresses itself and slugs its. It's way actually out. a tiny creature, so it is very yeah. small. Like being oh. on top of her head, it actually, if you, well, with it whole, you would notice that it might be a little bigger than her skull. So it like seems like it would brain. have compressed itself, but it would potentially fit. Okay, in that case. I would like to start doing casting detect magic and scanning this whole area because I saw the rug twitch and I don't trust the rest of the furniture. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, never trust the furniture. Ritual casting, correct? Yes. Okay, so that's going to take a little bit. Okay. Uh, sorry, I would turn to Soldan and Klima and say, I know we have somewhere we need to be, but I need a moment with her. Can you guys check out the rest of this place? On it. You don't even have to ask her question. She'll just like turn yeah. and like start towards the door in the back. Okay. Yeah. And just start going like into that room. Like, fine, whatever. Like, let's let's do this. So I'll I'll call out and say, guys, before you go off exploring too much, you want to wait until I finish scanning the area for magic. Well, no, they'll be fine. Just they'll just stay together. Or at least make sure you check for traps. Yeah. You're saying this as like I imagine Kalima's hand is like on the door. Kalima's turning like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kalima's hands traps. on the door and about to open it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Sure, we'll we'll check for traps. And she's gonna like turn the doorknob and push it open. <laughs> <laughs> so sassy. She doesn't understand Jeez. this trap business. She was like on the front lines of battle, like sh- things just fly at you. <laughs> yeah. You just deal with the aftermath. Exactly. Like, oh okay. Yeah, traps. <laughs> Opens the door. Sorry after like a, a couple minutes would you know, check Fulmer to see if there's anything on, on her body. Okay, sorry, you can make an investigation check, uh, and I'm giving you advantage because you know Fulmer so well. Okay. The rest of you can make advan- uh, investigation checks on the place. Okay. It's going to be a total of 24. Okay. 
So searching her, uh, you tended to know what she had on her at any given time. Um, searching the armor, you know, like all the places that she would hide weapons as well. You do notice a dagger kind of hidden beneath her armor that you kind of remove to get out of your way. Uh, gently setting it down behind you, almost not quite reverently, but carefully. There is a degree yeah. of respect that you would be doing yeah. this. Eventually, you uh, do find hidden beneath her armor some herbs. Herbs? Yep. Do I have any idea what these herbs are? You can make a nature check. Uh, I'm going to start <laughs> thinking about how I want to be good at nature checks. Are you using your nomadic mind and shifting? Yes, <laughs> yes I am. So that's going to be a total of 19. Okay. The herbs themselves, the the plants, the, the material that you're looking at, you've read about this before. You know that this combined with maybe a few other items could create some sort of sleeping potion. Okay. But you're not sure why she would have this on her. So I'm going to temporarily jump to Kalima and Sildan for their investigation checks. 20. Oh, good. Four. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, four. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so searching the area, the place looks just abandoned. You find actually nothing. It almost seems as if Bai might have gathered what she needed and been ready to leave by the time that Fulmar arrived. So though the bedroom, there is a bed. It is has definitely been slept in, and you do see dressers and, and all that in the room. Other than just some simple clothes here and there, you don't find anything particularly of importance. Okay. All clear. Let's go. No. <laughs> Kalima's like, let's hit the road, kid. By the way, Kalima's not being, like, rude. She's just, like, cold. Impatient. Yeah, yeah more Things just, to like... Do. Things to do. Undead yeah. to kill. Yeah, because that's definitely more... Well, that's her job, yeah, right? Yeah, that's her job, and that's what she's, you know, she fought in the war to defeat undead and... So Don's being really, really quiet. Okay. Um, so by about this time, since sorry, you took some time to gather your emotions and deal with what just happened. Daryl, your detect magic releases and you see the faint hints of transmutation magic on the rug that's dissipating and fading away. Okay, that's the only bit of other than magic I the see. magic on the items themselves. As you kind of study each of your the area you see on your companions, you don't detect any other magic in the room. Okay, I'd like to just investigate in general as well. Just searching for anything. Yeah, and I rolled a twenty-two. Okay, you search the room, don't find anything in particular. So, sorry, is gonna say. Sorry, this was uh, this was a lot for me to to process. I know we need to go take care of those other undead, and this didn't provide a lot of answers. Besides, we know how people might be controlled and why they might be acting differently as well. Yeah, I do know that these intellect devourers are controlled by someone. So someone out there is is controlling them, and this one has been. For a while. In, in her in her body for a while. Like years, perhaps the I don't know, the whole time I knew her, maybe I never did. Knew her. But but yeah. anyway, it's been going on for a long time, so whoever's in control of these whispered ones is using these to control people. Okay. Really quickly, how tall is Arya? Five six. Okay. I kinda just walk past her towards the door as I'm walking past, uh Kind of just place a hand on top of her head, rub the top of her head for a second, and then walk, uh, keep walking with a really blank look on my face. Did I notice any kind of residual magic from the intellect devourer? Like, did it have any kind of magical aura? You actually detect no magic from it. Uh. Doesn't help that it's dead, but. <laughs> so, so Tony, you as a. As a person, know what uh, Saria is sort of getting at with what she thinks is going on. Can I make any? Can I make any kind of check to see if my inference is right about this chosen one? Make an intelligence check. Seventeen. Okay. Do you want to share your inference? Uh, do I get any sort of? Does it seem logical? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a possibility. Okay. 
Sorry, I was going to say, I haven't shared everything with you all for one thing. <laughs> we just met, and I have a lot of secrets. But uh, when I was reading some of the scraps of paper that we found, there was a reference to repeated failures. And then finally one that was a success and just struck a chord with me. And it seems like part of the success was depending on using like the essence of a celestial which fits in with my Asabar abilities, but it's very clear from this that it's not me. I was a failure, not a success. So there is someone after me that was crafted correctly, and the only Asabar I've encountered in my time in Orenthal is Captain Marsk. Yeah, as you're saying this and you're like pulling the pieces together, like Kalima just because it's like really dark more angry than normal look. She's like, mm. So you think that she could be secretly involved with the uh, the Whispered Ones? It seems like she could be the result of what they're doing, but Tony, correct me if I'm wrong, did I, sorry I got the impression that the, this person might be unwitting? That was a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, so sorry I'll say, I got the impression that she might not be an active participant so much as an unwitting pawn in their schemes. So she might be I don't know how I would convince... Maybe? But it doesn't mean she's not who she's been these past couple years at Orenthal. But, I mean, Sildan, you've known her this time and you don't know where she came from. Mm -hmm. And ASMRs aren't everywhere. (laughs) So it's possible she's some kind of sleeper agent, maybe? Almost? I don't know. I could be completely off base. I'm just trying to work with the pieces I've gotten, but I felt like I need to say something because she's going to be trusted in protecting the ambassadors. And And if she told us that they were protected, they might not actually be. It's a possibility, and I'd rather err on the side of suspicion when it comes to to the Whispered Ones than to assume everyone is above board. No, that's exactly why I withheld some information just in case... Also, I wasn't sure about the guy's name who I can't remember now. Start with a T. Thamior Nilo. That guy. I was going to say Thormian. I, was, I would have been close. <laughs> that would have been close enough. All the right letters, just wrong order. Yeah, I didn't trust that guy completely. Just, I don't know. Well, and according to Sildan, it seems like he has a connection to that hag. So it's there's definitely a conspiracy here. We just don't know how deep it goes and who's involved. I, okay. Hey, Kalina's gonna, like, pinch the bridge of her nose. Like, almost, like, tapping her foot, too, like, thinking. She's like, I really, my concern is those three undead might be that dragonborn. (sighs) So, I want, I think we should go check there first still, and then maybe try to return to the, at least I should, return to Antenua's side and deliver the message myself because at this moment i do not trust anybody we've been working with so i have an idea on how we may be able to find those undead if they're not in the same place where they were when you first searched for them okay with that i'm going to take out my figurine of wondrous power and uh summon my mastiff calling out the name ebroth And as he does this, mist forms around this canine figurine. And as the mist begins to fade, you see in its place a mastiff standing there, just looking around the room. It seems to be ready to attack and just... Whoa, easy. (laughs) So we know that the undead smell like rotting flesh. So what better way to hunt them down than a hunting dog? The worst idea you've had. <laughs> I have. He did set a rug on fire. He did. I have, and that rug was evil. Thank you very much. Yeah, you had no way of knowing that. <laughs> or did I? <laughs> or did you? <laughs> Sorry, I would say, is there some way we could gather what's left of this intellect of our to have as some sort of evidence of what happened here? I don't see why not. It's. I mean, Daryl, would much. you have any sort of? experience with samples or anything not overly i mean i have a <laughs> we're not going to be out very long we could probably just wrap it in something and take it back with us i mean right. i guess that's true 
So the other thing is, uh, I, I would like to have Ebroth take a good hard sniff of the uh, intellect devourer to to register the scent. Okay. Go ahead and roll a d20. All right. Just, just roll a d20. I have Ebroth's scent. So. 19. Wow, nice. Okay. So Ebroth, as you tell him to go and, and get the scent of the intellect devourer, goes up to it and just... Just turns to you and, yes, Daryl. <laughs> oh, gosh. Excellent. Oh, uh, this is really hard for me. Okay, uh, I would like to note that the, this whole time, Soldan's kind of just been leaning up against the wall by the door, just staring at the ground with a blank look on his face the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, Soldan be like, uh, sorry, but now, Soldan, are you okay? Uh, I'm really worried that I've sealed the fate of my two little ones. What happened here was inevitable from the moment we walked in the door. Yes, but I still feel like I'm the one that put them in danger in the first place. Well, do you happen to have any kind of trinket or anything that <laughs> belonged to any of them? Unfortunately, no. Hmm. We're, we're going to find them, Sildon. So out of character, yeah, this is really hard for me to just sit here and be quiet when all this other stuff is happening. Yeah, I know, but you're like, Sildon. Talking dog! Right now. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Adam the player wants to make all the comments. <laughs> I was gonna say Saria would come in and and uh, bop him on the the head in whatever her best approximation is of his yes <laughs> and say we're gonna find them. It's gonna be okay. Uh, thank you. I would like to let you know that you just gave me thanks. Oh right, close enough. <laughs> I think it's a petting. You so then a dog gets summoned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now what? So. so- so sorry, Kleba was going to do something? Yeah, uh, I was going to just say after a few moments, she would kind of like take a deep breath and then uh, just ask Saria, what would you like to do with Fulmer's body? Probably just burn her, honestly. If you want, I can take care of that. That'd be appreciated, to be honest. And then I'll like kind of s- well, snap my fingers. Before, and, you, uh, before you do that, I'll, oh. you know, Kalima, like she's just going to hold out a hand. Is there any kind of prayer you wish to say or anything before he does that. As she sees him like eager to just be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, she sorry would say, I have no one I pray to. <laughs> okay. Can I can I burn it now? Yeah. Uh Tony, were her swords anything special? You take a look at them and they seemed like regular swords. I'll take the swords. Okay. And the dagger and just stash them. So you have two long swords and a dagger. Alright, and then claim she's gonna turn and head out the door kind of because she her work is done here. <laughs> yeah evil has been smited so as as you guys leave and burn the body should we take yes, it out I of the wooden the building nope no yeah, just put it in the fireplace yeah <laughs> probably just move it's it not yeah. pretty. so between you Saria and Kalima the two of you lift Fulmar and place her into the fireplace which is actually rather big and uh, Daryl comes over gathers his arcane energy and releases a bolt of flame that quickly catches and the fire begins to start and Fulmar's body catches shortly after. Alright. Let's hunt down some undead. With pleasure. Alright. So we're gonna, Kaliba's gonna lead us where she sends their presence and Ebroth? That's the dog's name? Ebroth. Well, Beyond the scent? Yes. I will tell Abrath to try and find the scent of rotting or dead flesh. Okay. So, as you guys are proceeding onward, you make your way to the building where you had initially met Vral and Gerbo. Going around to the, the back where you knew the fake wall was, you inch it open and begin to proceed down the stairs. So one thing I want to kind of retcon a little bit is tell Ebroth to alert us immediately if it catches scent of another intellect devourer. Okay. I I assume so. so Okay. Just just so that is clarified. Very clear what his orders are. All right. So who's leading the way? Uh, I would be. I'll be behind her. So as... Yeah, uh, Yeah, I'd be right behind Kalima. As you begin to proceed down the stairs, you see the door at the bottom. And Kalima, you 
realize this after a second or two as you go and grab the door handle and begin to open it. As you're, you're, you recall, you're, the wood creaked as you stepped downwards. This time it didn't. And as you begin to turn the door, you realize there's no sound as the door's opening. No creak, no creak of the hinges. And as you open up, you see what seems like almost chaos in front of you for a moment as the two shadow mastiffs are holding what seemed to be a shadow against the wall, each of them having part of it and seem to be pulling. You watch as a figure is holding up this human who is stabbing repeatedly at it, but the blade doesn't seem to be penetrating skin as a second figure rushes up and a hand crossbow in uh, the muscular man's uh, left hand fires into this thug that just quickly drops to the ground. As you initially walk in, the f- the figure holding up the thug turns to you and you see a tiger's head, huge claws holding a, a uh, hand crossbow that immediately turns to you and then holds. And you see the tiger seems to be growling almost it's got a humanoid shape and it takes you a moment all of you as you get to the bottom of the stairs and realize it's wearing Vral's armor Vral's. oh <laughs> and as he pulls the blade out of the thug that was in the air the thug drops again and attempts to seem to strike at his leg over and over the blade though while piercing his armor doesn't seem to protrude any further and Vral just turns his hand crossbow and fires again into the thug as his form shifts out you see the fangs in his mouth uh, recede into normal human teeth his fur pulls back into his his elegant well-groomed black hair again as he seems to stretch his neck and just holds up one finger and as you wait that moment, suddenly sound seems to return to the room. And uh, you see as the two shadow mastiffs seem to just pull apart the shadow against the wall and it deteriorates. And Vral, now standing before you, goes, Well, I suppose we should discuss this. What? <laughs> uh-huh. That's where we're stopping for the night. Uh, <laughs> cliffhanger! Uh. Thank you all for listening. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter at uh, Rules As Written. You can check out our podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and your friendly neighborhood Mind Flayer Colony. Be sure to check us out next time.